Welcome on to Arguing About Food. Our next topic here is food felonies. Who is going to be arrested for the terrible, punishable things that they do with food? Well, probably both of us uh, to begin with. But we also have an awesome list of user submissions, people that we know, people that responded on Instagram and on Twitter. So we are going to go through these food felonies and rate them one to 10, discuss them, discuss who might be arrested for potentially aiding and abetting these felonies as well. Before we even begin here though, Liv, is this is this fair to do? Is it fair to be this judgmental about food and the people, the things people do to them? No? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I mean, in fact, it's not even fair to do it to ourselves. I, I mean, I think, no, I, I, I mean, but that's what makes it okay. We're going to acknowledge the things that we do that are just flat out wrong. Some unique things that people do with food are defensible. Other things are not really defensible. You are ruining it. You're not having it in the best way. And you deserve to be flagellated by, you know, a few thousand people listening to this podcast and being exposed. So... (laughs) Like, I can acknowledge that there are things I do with food that just should not be done. See, that is, you know, very open-minded of you about yourself because I (laughs) really disliked this topic because I don't believe anything I do with food is wrong. So I just so had to go I'm based very... on I had to go based on like the common, you know, the zeitgeist of the world on these because I I, I don't think any of them are felonies. Wow. Okay. You're uh there are uh, some certain uh, prosecutors in certain cities uh, these days that would probably <laughs> agree with you. Uh, <laughs> let's not get into that. But I do think uh, so. What you're saying about me is that I'm very open-minded about the way that I'm being closed-minded about yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I like that circular, uh, yeah. Yeah. So in that vein, I, I'm going to start here with something that I do that you and I both do. It is a Duncan family trade. It's already been referenced here on the show many a time. We have ketchup with our breakfast sausage that I think is relatively unique. So is that a food felony? Because people don't do it. So is there a reason why they don't do it? Are they wrong or are we wrong? I mean, I think that they're just so concentrated in putting ketchup on their damn scrambled eggs that they don't put it on their sausage, <laughs> uh, which is arguably a felony in itself. I, I think that uh, there are probably more people than we think out there that that, that do this, but um, you know, maybe it's one percent of the American population, and we just don't dine with those people. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, everyone that I've. So let me ask you this. What do people say when you tell them about this habit? They say, that's weird. I put maple syrup on my sausage. And then I say, I literally put maple syrup on zero things ever. <laughs> maple syrup, not high in the condiment rankings. That's that's interesting. Yeah, because but they are, ketchup is kind of sweet. So is maple yeah. syrup. I, to me, it's the tartness of the ketchup that actually goes pretty well with your breakfast sausage. And um, again, I think if you're putting ketchup on a hamburger you really can't be complaining about putting it on breakfast sausage like breakfast sausage and burgers are like pretty close to each other like it's not that weird right right absolutely and actually you bring up a a good point because one of my favorite things that i get from people is uh you're putting ketchup on your breakfast sausage i could understand mustard and these are the same people that put ketchup on their hot dogs i I, you know (laughs) i don't get Uh, I think that it is uh, not a food felony, but um, it is on my list because I understand that, uh, you know, not everybody is as (laughs) open-minded 
<laughs> about my open-mindedness. Um, well, so this would be a zero to you then on, on our zero to 10 scale, not a food felony. At all. I mean, I could put it at a one as long as arguably like most people think it's wrong or over 50% of people think it's wrong to apply ketchup to breakfast sausage, then it gets a score. It's a one. The tyranny of the majority, uh, elected to Tocqueville uh, is, uh, one of dad's favorite writers. So I'm glad, glad I'm sure he'll be glad to hear this reference. <laughs> Um, and you know what I want to know is, is, is he the one who's aided and abetted us in this, uh, our whole lives? I, I mean, yeah, we would never would have tried it otherwise. Who, we don't know anyone else who does it. Well, thanks, Dad, because... Did we ever find out where he got it from? No, no. I, well, I, I didn't ask. Uh, I, we are bad, <laughs> bad, bad children. We're, we're bad family food heritage uh, historians, <laughs> yeah. So, all right, I, I would go with like a three... I'm, it's one of those things where I'm just embarrassed enough about it to defend it, as opposed to being so embarrassed that I don't even have a defense. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard one of those, but okay. <laughs> something, it's something that I'm so embarrassed by. We might get yeah. to one of those, actually. I, there are okay. a few of these. That, certainly things that I, I've done as, as a child. I mean, that's a whole separate category. I mean, if you're doing no, it I'm as definitely, adult, I definitely stuck to things that I, uh, that I still do uh, as an adult. Okay, so what is your oh other than ketchup on breakfast sausage? I, do you even have like a worst thing, whether it's yourself or someone else, the worst thing that you've ever heard of someone doing with food like regularly? Oh, regularly. Um, I, I mean, this is crazy, but like maple syrup on sausage is pretty up there for me. Um, well, they uh, even have sausage that has the maple syrup baked into it in theory, which is. Yeah. Which means you're so goddamn lazy. You can't even apply your own maple syrup to the sausage. Well, no, no, no. But clearly. You have to no, no, make the rest of us suffer through this product that has the maple syrup in it. And, and, you know, I pick up a piece of breakfast sausage, not knowing that it's going to have this maple sweetness to it. And then it doesn't go with my ketchup. No, that's a good point. Yeah, if you try to if you try to pair that with the ketchup, it's not going to go well. Well, I mean, I think the the maple syrup flavor inside the sausage that makes sense because why would you want to have pure natural Vermont maple syrup with your sausage when instead you can just bake in the best that American food science has to offer into the sausage itself? Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> I, see, I, mean, I think I. You know what I think it is, honestly. I think that these people who are doing maple so maple syrup with the sausage, they are just they don't have. They're not willing to get a second plate for the sausage. First of all. Uh... And so they can't actually prevent the maple syrup from spreading all over the plate. And so they just rationalize the fact that they're too lazy to get a separate plate by telling themselves that it tastes good to have the maple syrup on the sauce. What about the eggs? Well, maybe they're not. Are they not having <laughs> eggs? I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to debunk your theory here <laughs> because you just yeah, can't rationalize having, maple syrup running eggs. into the eggs. <laughs> yeah, right. I think, well, I think is... a lot of people aren't, aren't having eggs and pancakes. Yet. I think they're getting the pancakes with, with sausage or having it at home. I mean, that's, that's a lot of things to make at home. If you're making pancakes, like dad would never make both eggs and pancakes together. Like you make, you make one or the other if you're having something at home. Maybe if you're oh, eating wow. like an IHOP or something different. This is why people always think I'm going so crazy when I make breakfast. <laughs> I mean, I just, I couldn't even fathom having pancakes and sausage with no eggs. 
Okay, uh, give me give me another. But that's another food so, felony of mine. So yeah, so uh, I'm gonna put the maple syrup uh, on the, if uh, breakfast or if ketchup on breakfast sausage is a three. I'm gonna put the maple syrup on the sausage at three point zero 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 one. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I mean, like I put it probably at a four level personally. Okay. Uh, give give me some higher ranked ones though. Are there are there any ones that you can come up with where you're just really appalled by it? Um, of other or, or ones that you heard of. I'm sorry. Uh, other people's, not my own. Uh, so, but so you don't have anything yourself that you even think is that high. You're just you're. No, I think that they are for other people, uh, but not for myself. Like I rank. Well, my well, okay. So what? Is a one or lower. All right. Well, what what are the things you do that you think other people would be disgusted by? Uh, I dip my ruffles in cottage cheese, so I like act as though cottage cheese is the dip for ruffles chips. Well, you want to make it I've healthier. Heard... <laughs> Actually, what you're trying to do is make the cottage cheese less healthy, but uh, <laughs> I've uh, I've had a lot of people really scorn me for that one. Um, a weird one that uh, you maybe would agree with is I like to put tomatoes into my guacamole, like when I make it, and uh, there's a lot of purists that tell me that that is just like absolutely not allowed. No, that ranks pretty low. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty normal. I mean, there's a lot of people who, who do okay. that. I mean, I think that like the onion and the tomato, it's as long as it's small enough chunks, I think it's fine for, for guac. But the whole thing about guac is like this great creamy avocado texture. And I do think that the tomato and the onion chunks, if they're too big, can kind of take away from that. You're enjoying this great avocado texture and then you run into these hard vegetables or fruits or whatever. And, and you're like, this isn't. Good. Oh God, texture. <laughs> uh yeah. okay i i've it, it seems like you're actually pretty mainstream here so i'm gonna throw out <laughs> okay uh, I, i'll give you a i'll give you like a four for the ruffles and cottage cheese i mean i still give it's myself not, a one but I, yeah. I mean cottage cheese is so bad it's like you can't really pervert it i mean if, if you're going to if you're going to have the uh you know the, the cottage cheese to begin with i mean I think probably potato chips are going to enhance that. Like it could, it's not going to make it worse. I'll tell you that. <laughs> okay, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know what does make it worse. Almost arguably anything added to the question. I enjoy it. Yeah. I think it's a great texture contrast. All right, here's my first you one. Got? You know this one well. Cheese, mozzarella cheese or provolone cheese and mayonnaise on my Chicago Italian beef sandwich or Italian beef and sausage combo. Yeah, I do. Um, so I don't think that that is bad, but I mean, I would I... be I would be drawn and quartered if I tried to order that at Johnny's, which don't, which won't do oh, it yeah. by the way. Johnny no, Johnny's is like the best Italian beef place in Chicago in in uh, Elmwood Park. But so that's actually why I ended up. By the way, that's Johnny's with an I E, not to be confused with Johnny with a Y. Okay, good. Yeah. Important distinction there. Uh, also catered your rehearsal dinner. Yes, along with Alpine, it was awesome. Yeah, um, so I I'm with you, by the way. Okay, it's not that I think that that is bad or a food felony per se, but I think it's one of those things where like the chef is is being insulted by your cheese and your mayonnaise addition because if it's a very good Italian beef, it doesn't need those things. Now, if you're going to Johnny's with a Y, maybe the, the provolone and mozzarella is necessary. Well, pr Portillo's will do that for you. I, I don't think that like it needs it. It just enhances it. Like putting cheese, how does cheese on top of something make it worse? Like what planet are we on? It's always better to add cheese. 
I don't know. I I think that there's something about the fact that like Italian beef is the only acceptable like wet bread application besides I don't know. I guess maybe French onion soup and that has cheese on it. But you're just like putting more moisture into something that's already like very damp. Yeah, I guess it's because when I take the initial bites of the beef, the moisture kind of fades away a little bit and you're left with just the beef itself as you're finishing the bite. And I still, I want a little creaminess in there as well, you know, with, with my hot peppers, obviously. And so all the my other question stuff. is, when did you first do this? Was this like a great steak and potato company situation or? <laughs> well, that's not Italian beef. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it, it probably, I got no. the idea from like a Philly provolone cheesesteak type of thing. Yeah. I was like, hey, this Italian beef is pretty close to that. Like similar flavors. Why don't I just do the same thing I would do with a Philly cheesesteak? Mm. So, and... Yeah, so that's why I, I can't do it. I'm just too Chicago. Uh, you have plenty yeah. of excuses to, to behave in this manner. You, you haven't lived here in a long time. <laughs> You're allowed. Well, I did it when I lived there. I also did it when I was, you know, like 17 years old and going to Portillo's and spending my allowance money was like the greatest thing that i could do on a weekly basis um so what's what's your rating for for that okay so within the uh borders of cook county you get like a seven anywhere else (laughs) you get a three I'll accept my seven. I mean, pretty much anyone I've ever told about that has been horrified. I, I, I mean, but I'm sorry. It tastes better that way. And I think people should at least try it once at Portillo's. They, they, at Portillo's, they do not just laugh me out of the store. If I did that at Johnny's. So yeah, Johnny's it's a tourist is probably, place, dude. I mean, Portillo's is great. But of course, they're not going to laugh you out of the store. It's like a have it your ways type of situation. They they have people from all across the country going in there. They're, well, it's know, not only it's not only the it's one not their business downtown. to judge you or tell you to scoot down the line proper order okay but fair enough um johnny's is probably actually the closest place that i've ever been to to the soup nazi like in (laughs) in real life yeah uh yeah okay i think i got another one here it's also a very narrow like passageway where you kind of have to like shift sideways to continue forward in your ordering process all right got another one here for you jelly on pancakes and french toast rather than maple syrup well we know where i stand on this um no i don't think i don't i don't think it's a felony at all and in fact people don't freak out when i tell them that that's what i do they just are they're they're kind of like a little bit sad for me for some reason that i don't (laughs) use maple syrup (laughs) but i've never had anybody like be really (laughs) horribly offended by by the fact that i do jelly on on those uh sweeter breakfast items yeah and some people might say oh well you're missing out on like the soaking in effect but i just put enough butter on to make up for that hell yes <laughs> i mean so i was trying to get at it a little bit earlier the other thing is is for me pancakes are either jellied or eaten savory where i actually like put yeah. the egg on top and like kind of turn it into a, a breakfast open-faced breakfast sandwich <laughs> That that sounds excellent. Um, okay, do you do you have any other submissions here? Any, any either like uh, listener oh, yeah. submissions or ones that you know about? Several. Uh, okay. First of all, I, I have to get past my one that has already been stated, so we don't have to harp on it too much. But almost any fried food, I dip in mayonnaise. I mean, very many fried foods: French fries, fried chicken, onion rings. Uh, well, I was going to say chicken tenders of any kind. Okay, chicken tenders, yeah. But that is a fried chicken, sort of. Uh, well, uh, no, that's not like a good, like, you know, Popeye's fried chicken in mayo. That would be, that would be about a nine, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I would probably dip it in an aioli sort of substance and not feel bad about it. <laughs> 
Oh, but like even I dip mozzarella sticks in mayonnaise. There, I said it. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's a good one. Let me, I'll rate that one for you. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the seven and a half on that one. That's pretty terrible. That's just, it's particularly because it's just all cheese. And now you're also adding in just the pure fat of mayonnaise as well. I mean, that's, that's just like your left ventricle stops working for like three to four minutes after with each bite, I would say. <laughs> All right, so I guess we did get to the point where I have one that I can't really defend. <laughs> no, I don't. That's that's pretty clear. Yeah. Um, right. And then the the one other one that um, that I do is the ranch on pizza, which we talked about. And in Chicago is not really considered to be a food felony, but in much of the rest of the country and probably the world, it would be. Uh, what do you think about yeah, that one? I, I think that's that's probably like a three, I would say. I mean, certainly if the pizza, the better the pizza, <laughs> the larger the felony it becomes. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the fact that this is also a carbohydrate with melted cheese that you're dipping into a creamy sauce, which so it's okay for pizza, but not for mozzarella sticks. Well, I think the ranch also being a little bit less viscous than the mayo makes it a little bit less. Like ranch at least has a refreshing property to it, which is ridiculous because it's obviously just pure fat. But it's got like the herbs in it if it's a good ranch. The mayonnaise is just so fucking gelatinous that you're just adding in even more to it. Um, Oh, man. I hope somebody is listening to this right now just like staring at like a little bowl of mayonnaise that's been sitting on their counter for like six hours. Just having a a little bit of a moment. Even I don't like that. Uh, all right, so here's another one that I did. I actually did this just this weekend. Oh, okay. I only eat the heads of broccoli or broccolini and nothing else. I, I do mean, not eat the stems. I think that that might be an environmental felony. <laughs> Um, okay. Do you really not like the flavor or the texture, I guess? What flavor? Then why are you eating the heads? It's broccoli. Uh, well, in this case, it's because I'm on this terrible low-carb diet right now, and I just needed to eat something, and it was on my plate at this restaurant I went to. Uh-huh. Although, it was, I actually enjoyed eating the heads. It's sort of the same thing as, like, why I like the legs on calamari, but don't like the ring. Where it's like you've got all these sort of different points. There's a little bit of texture, particularly if you cook it right. But then once you get into the stem, it's just, there's just this one big thing here that doesn't have any taste and it's just not very good. Okay. I mean, I think the texture is almost better sometimes on the stem. Um, But also, I I probably trim off more stem than other people do when cooking at home. But then I use those stems and I make like broccoli soup. So it's it's okay. You are just saying worthless. Yeah, yeah cooked. I've made a lot of strides in my life. Just cooked broccoli by itself is not something I can really get into that much. But so, so what if you see me at a restaurant just only eating the top part of it? What's your what, what would your rating be on the food felony scale? I mean, my rating at a restaurant is lower than if you were doing this at home, but I put it at like a six. And I immediately, being your sister, would say, well, why the fuck did you get the broccoli? <laughs> like, why didn't you get something else? Substitute, whatever. <laughs> it came It came with it. I, I don't know. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it was like with... At a restaurant. Yeah. Well, yeah, see, all of these things are way worse if you do in the public, right? I mean, I think that's true with any any crime that you're committing. Well, actually, no, I'm saying that this one is worse at home. Why is it worse at home? Because you're consciously making the decision to have broccoli in your home and then, like, waste over half of it. Yeah, or in the case of broccolini, like, 85% of it. (laughs) 
Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, there's something about this that I just can't stand for, for sure. Okay, well, here here's one again. This is another Chicago one, but not everybody has grown up in Chicago. Catch up on hot dogs. What's the verdict on how Well, first of all, this was the most oft-submitted uh, food felony from my social media dump, which makes sense because uh, I am where I am in the country. And it ranged from, I don't care, I'm unashamed, I put ketchup on my hot dog, to... While not necessary, I have been known from time to time to put ketchup on a hot dog and it's delicious. There was like different levels of kind of commitment (laughs) to it, uh, but I had many, many ketchup on the hot dog. At what age did you stop putting ketchup on your hot dogs? Oh, that's a very good question. And do you remember the uh, six year period where I did not eat hot dogs at all? Yes, I do remember that. So when I came back to hot dogs at about age 13 is when I no longer ever put ketchup on my hot dogs anymore. I, uh, All right, that's, I had... pretty, that's pretty advanced. That's that's early. I was I was probably in my late late teens, I would say. Well, the thing is, is that by that point, I had already abstained from hot dogs for long enough that I didn't really remember whether I liked that or not. And I had had influence from, you know, other tweens in my life telling me, oh, you can't, you can't put ketchup on it. And so I just never did it again. Yeah. See, I didn't have any friends in high school, so it was much harder for me to actually be told that. Uh, th- th- thankfully, you you had your friends at that age were such good influences, honey. You're you're lucky that you. <laughs> I know. I don't know where I'd be today. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, to just ex- can you explain to people who don't live in Chicago why ketchup on a hot dog is so terrible? Well, first of all, coming from a person who thinks ketchup on almost anything is terrible. You know, I, I would start yeah. there. Um, I, you know, I think that there's something about the Chicago character that uh, tries to uh, be stronger, bolder, more hardened than anyone else. So for some yeah. reason, we decided we needed to put an entire salty tart salad that can't stay together on top of our hot dogs rather than the sweet syrupy ketchup. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't think I've ever heard a true justification for it just like there isn't one for the italian beef it's just not how things are done yeah the city of mustarded shoulders indeed (laughs) Uh, so but no so what i would say is number one a good hot dog has a lot of flavor ketchup is basically for things that don't have that much flavor it doesn't go at all with the other ingredients that are on there right if you're putting like celery salt on there a pickle right maybe you have sauerkraut the relish it just doesn't go with those things it just becomes particularly like the relish it all becomes way too sickly sweet hot dogs almost have like a sweetness themselves I would say. And so, yeah, just the yellow mustard on there is just a perfect contrast. And hot dogs are kind of a kid's food anyway. And then if you're putting it on, you're putting ketchup on there, it's like a, you're a five-year-old. I would say that, uh, it, it, like, actually, historically, it probably comes from, you know, the amount of Polish and German immigrants in this city and the fact that sausages other than hot dogs are classically paired with mustards. Um, and it, my guess, and again, my history fails me here, but that, you know, eventually you just were putting all these other things on top of the hot dog in order to turn it into a full meal. And, yeah. uh, you know, you just would never have, like, in your home country thrown ketchup on this thing that just doesn't you know wasn't wasn't a part of the culture 
no, that, that makes sense, I, I think. But yeah, it's not that good. If you're having some terrible hot dog, like Oscar Mayer or Ballpark or something, then by all means, throw ketchup on there, whatever you can do to choke it down. If it's a good hot dog, <laughs> No way. Uh, I, right. I'm going. I'm going six on, on that. Uh, inside Cook County. <laughs> well, it's one. It of the, I think also like it's one of those things where it's a felony if you're an adult. You can be tried as a juvenile if you're younger, and maybe oh, it's yeah. only like a three. Yeah, yeah, no. But then at some age, your parents are now being tried for your crimes because you're <laughs> advancing towards the age when this is no longer allowed. <laughs> How did uh, you let this happen? I mean, and I think your parents, maybe our parents in particular, would say, it got you to fucking eat it, didn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think inside Cook County, it's an eight. And uh, anywhere else in the country, it's still like a four, man. I, I was in Ohio once, and I asked for no ketchup. I got ketchup on there, and... <sighs> I had to scrape it off, go back, ask for more mustard. They wouldn't give me more mustard for some reason. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Okay. Um, and then I have a really weird one submitted that oh, yeah. I, I thought it was interesting. Uh, putting pickles on nachos, like actual like pickle slices on nachos. I, I know what a pickle is. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's different shapes. I didn't want you to think we were throwing full dills on there or whatever. Uh, which I, I actually feel like I want to try now. I, I I want to put the effort in. Especially if you also threw like some jaranera on there. Now you've got yourself a Frankenstein Chicago nacho. It's not that far from pickled jalapenos to just have pickled pickles on there but the jalapeno does add a spice to it that the pickle doesn't yeah I, unless I it's can't a spicy pickle it's just too cross-cultural it, it just takes so i mean we've been here nachos <laughs> nachos aren't exactly like the most authentic mexican food but our americanized mexican food throwing a pickle on there it's just it's too weird i would go with like an eight for that that's really disgusting well then we know how much i don't revere nachos so I, i'm willing to try anything to make these things more fun <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another one. Dan Feldman, I'm sorry that we have constantly ragged on you on this program, <laughs> but we went, you took us to Buddy's Pizza, we visited you in Detroit, and you ordered a Detroit-style pizza without cheese on it. <sighs> yeah, that's rough. that's rough. But I don't know if that's just like a felony or is this a, a like dietary restriction? No, no, he just doesn't like it. He thinks melted cheese is gross. So, But he but he likes the pizza. Like Detroit-style pizza in particular, it's like the whole reason for getting Detroit-style is you get the cheese around the edge. You get that beautiful golden crunch in and the it's, corners. And it's pretty doughy. Like, you know, just to have just tomato sauce yeah. on there. I don't know. You, how do you get it crunchy? I mean, it's still, you know, you're in like a over 500 degree oven in the steel pan so maybe you still get like the bottom crunch on it so maybe that's something i don't know but what are the other toppings on this pizza i think it was like sausage and red sauce yeah it's not gonna do it for me i, I mean it's just you, like, taking really something top it off with a bunch of vegetables and stuff now it's like a whole different thing it's not pizza anymore yeah it's like a giant bruschetta or whatever you're taking something that's so good, like one of the best pizzas in the country, and making it approximately one tenth as good. I, I think that's a, that's a nine. <laughs> All right. It's not. Yeah. It's not actively. It's more an error of omission. Obviously, like you're not act like, to get to a ten to me. I think you just have to add just like a gross, completely incongruous ingredient, which he's not doing. But he's also just taking away everything that makes good. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm up there around. I'd probably like a seven for me because. I just can't imagine it actually being good, but whether it's a felony in, 
I mean, did he force it on anyone else? Just wondering. No, no, no. He would, he would never do this. He, he would never. Do this. Okay. He's a very conscientious. Um, I have one more for you, uh, which I've been informed is a felony, but my culture prohibits me from knowing too much about this. Um, noodles and Parmesan in matzo ball soup. What do we think about this? Huh. I've, I've been told that it's a felony, but like I, you know, I. Yeah. I love matzo ball I, soup, but I don't really know where this stands on the scales here. Because, I mean, you're basically just making chicken noodle soup. Like, it would be good. Because I think we had to draw the distinction between things that are felonies because, oh, this is disrupting the essence of the dish. But, hey, it might actually still make it better. Versus not only are you doing something weird, but it's also bad at the same time. (laughs) All right. All right. So. Because I've actually kind of wished for noodles. Because it's like, it's basically chicken noodle soup, right? You're like, hey, you know, noodles in here would be nice. But, but you the, have a your, giant matzo ball. Yeah, I know you're you're you super you're you're super oh man usurping the the matzo ball. By yeah, right, right. In there. <laughs> oh man, maybe it's a it, it's such a crime because everybody knows that you know noodles are delicious and they're making matzo ball look bad. I'm... Well, well, here's here's the other reason too, from a religious standpoint, and this is from someone who would get in trouble every Passover by asking if I could have a bagel. Oh yeah, is I that see, I the see. whole idea of the matzo ball soup? Is it's like you're taking out the the leavened bread or whatever. Noodles yeah. are not kosher for Passover, so that's the whole idea of the matzo ball soup. So you're really perverting that aspect of it as well. Well, that definitely makes sense, and I I know enough about the culture to know that part. So where would you rate it when it's not Passover versus when it's Passover? Um. Yeah, really I mean, I think it's. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I think people can tell here. I'm not like super worried about sacrilege when it comes to Jewish religion. Um, I'm very culturally Jewish. I'm not religiously Jewish at all. Um, I mean, that's probably like a six and maybe a seven when it's actually during Passover, and then throwing the Parmesan cheese on there too. That's that's a little that there's no dish that's actually like that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Parmesan cheese probably bumps it to an eight. That's um. And that said, uh, you know, sometimes felonies are fun to do, so I might try that. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Yeah. So this is one. This is from my youth. There's a few of these. I won't be too hard on myself because I was. I had a rather unrefined palate as a child. At one point, I simply dispensed with the bread on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and just mixed peanut butter and jelly together in a bowl and ate it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! You got to uh, just skip the middle, right. man. All right, I got I got one. <laughs> these, these, these will be little uh, youth shorts. Uh, I definitely have made toast, and rather than using butter, just spread mayonnaise over the top and ate a uh, mayonnaise toast. And I did it several times. This is not a one-off. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I think actually, weirdly, that would be better as a sandwich. <laughs> Just like a mini sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, because you messy. definitely, there are times when you, the ingredients kind of run out in the sandwich and you're just left with bread and mayo in there and you're still going to eat that bite, right? Yeah, my husband wouldn't, but I, I do. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Broccoli and I have had a long and tortured relationship, but my mother figured out a way to get me to eat it. She would put chutney and sour cream that I could dip the heads of the broccoli into together mm-hmm. and then eat it of course not eating the stem this is this is what the fight was like to get six-year-old nate duncan to eat any vegetable whatsoever you had to cover it in just a ridiculous amount of calories <laughs> both sweet and creamy and i still would only eat like one third of it all right 
I mean, I'm impressed that that worked, but I, I, I don't know that it counts as your food felony, but rather just like grasping at straws to try to, get, <laughs> to put green stuff in your hey, body. I mean, ma- many chill, criminals, though. many criminals are desperate. You know, we should have sympathy <laughs> for them. I, I have sympathy for my mother. The fact that it was somehow chutney, though, like, oh, well, this this Indian version of jelly, that's going to be OK. We're not going <laughs> to just give them like regular jelly. I think maybe it was just so that I still couldn't be like believing that it was acceptable to put like straight up jelly on it like something that i was familiar with and liked that it had to be this other thing like at least i'm exotically disgusting with the chutney (laughs) yeah oh (laughs) well i definitely Um, don't have to get into my long list of of mayonnaise felonies so tell me what else you got (laughs) before well well so can we give some ratings for this what about the the peanut butter and jelly the uh not berry farm raspberry jelly from sam's club with uh a crunchy you know skippy peanut butter well, I'm glad in you didn't say bowl. Smuckers because you got an extra, you got one less point uh, for it being <laughs> I mean, it's pretty far up there, man. That's like, that's like a nine to me. It's well, like, are that's you, intense. Are you going to tell me that wouldn't taste good though? Uh, n- no, I just, I mean, you weren't even like smoking pot or anything, right? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> it just seems ridiculous. It's, it's the, the absurdity is what gets it higher. And, and I'll, I mean, just the fact too of eating like an entire, you know, third, like half of a 32 ounce jar of jelly all at once. I mean, that's just... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And the, I mean, was it crunchy peanut butter or creamy? I think it was whatever was available, if we're being realistic. All right. I mean, yeah, I got to go nine, even if it is crunchy. That's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it probably tasted pretty good, but to eat more than like one bite, I mean, because I was having like an entire bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Oh, man. Like, like as if it's a pudding? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, that, uh, that's really far up there for me, man. <laughs> okay. A- any other submissions that, that you have personally or, or people that you know? I mean, we can we can get into the user, or the, I always say user, the listener comments in a, in a second here. Um, Ketchup and mac and cheese was a weird one for me, friend of mine. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, barbecue sauce and mac and cheese, I think, is totally defensible. How how would one or the other be more defensible? Because barbecue sauce, especially, it, it has to be a good barbecue sauce, obviously. Because it runs smoky. into the plate with the mac and cheese well, anyway? Well, and also, like, they serve mac and cheese as a side at barbecue places all the time. It's on the same plate. Like, you're probably getting mixed. Like, those two flavors do clearly go together, or it wouldn't be a side at a barbecue place. Okay. Well, ketchup is still pretty weird. And No, that's I mean, terrible. You're, it's 90% so sweet. 90% of my submissions from, like, friends and <laughs> whatever viewers were ketchup-related. <laughs> uh, yeah. D- Danny LaRue, he submitted that as, as something that he does. I, I'm going to go, like, a solid 7.5 on that. That's awful. Like, Max, if the mac and cheese is that bad that you need ketchup with it, just eat something else at that point. Yeah. Or, totally. I mean, there's, and also it's just, there's so many better things you could be using. Barbecue sauce, like hot, hot sauce. sauce. Yeah, green chili. There's so many amazing things you could be having it to make this mac and cheese. Like, I've eat, used, like, Kraft macaroni and cheese as a vehicle just to for hot sauce into my mouth as an adult <laughs> in the last two years. Yeah. Uh, so this one, this one is, comes from my beloved wife, the Coleman family. They called it... Uh, her her father was prone to the acronyms Dennis Coleman M C I B melted cheese in a bowl. <laughs> oh, good, good. I love this. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> but then, 
But then, of course, it, being uh, the MIT-trained uh, engineer that Dennis Coleman is, uh, he and his two daughters realized that by going with MCILB, melted cheese in a little bowl, you could get a higher ratio of cheese browning up around the side of the bowl in the microwave, which would make it taste even better, apparently. So immediately my brain did this. Why was the word in worthy of, you know, a letter <laughs> in this acronym, but the word A was not? So it's M-C-I-B, right? M-C-I-L-B, but where's M-C-I-A-L-B? Well, because melted cheese bowl, that would be, a, you know, pretty messy, I think. <laughs> Uh, so you're just uh, you're assuming that the A is there. Got it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but anyway, I'm I mean, in. That's... did they dip it? Did they like, or is it just? Oh no! Oh no! No, of course not. No, <laughs> just spoon right out of the bowl. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> Ethan is saying ten right now. I mean, I mean, that, I like... don't know. I just I have so much love in my heart for this this dish. <laughs> But like for the pure gluttony involved, though, I mean, I think it's a, it's got to be a ten. Like there's there's a reason that you just like anything that you just can't yeah. do as an adult, or you would just yeah. suffer from an instant coronary. <laughs> also, little bull is smart, but um, texturally it'll change so fast that like soon you you don't have melted <laughs> cheese anymore. You've got rehardened cheese in a little bowl, and I I think I put it in at like a nine. So I still I still don't have any yeah. tens. It's, it's, I mean, certainly if you saw an adult doing it, it would be a 10 as a child. It's like an eight as a child, but I will say that the spiritual successor to this does live on in Chicago. Uh, mustard last stand has this, like the cup of cheese that they'll give you the Merck's cheese that they'll give you with cheese fries that they'll microwave up. And then it's got like the layer of grease on top. You dip the cheese fries into it. That's pretty good. It's not really a bowl though. Did you say mustard's last stand? Yeah. Yeah. It's in Evanston. Oh, cool. Because I got a Fatso's last stand, you know, down the corner from my house. They do the, of course, exact same thing. Used yeah, to that, be Phil's that's pretty last delicious. Stand, by the way. No, that's yeah. that's true. That is because Merck's cheddar doesn't ever fully melt either. It's always or like doesn't no. ever fully melt or fully solidify. It's always got this like wonderful yeah. spreadable texture. It just gets it just gets hot and develops a layer of grease on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I have love for it. My cheese is my love language. Okay. Yeah, that's let's, awesome. Uh, let's <laughs> let's get to the lightning round here of people who submitted their own food felonies. First of all, let me just crap on all of you who narked on someone else in your life committing a food felony like at least the whole idea here is there's a little bit of self-flagellation involved we're all being honest seeking absolution about the horrible things that we've done with food for you to turn in your mother-in-law or this guy (laughs) i know like no come on reveal something about yourself so we can all commiserate here that said let's get to what this guy's mother-in-law does (laughs) yeah uh and that is from uh j meyer 88 my mother-in-law eats chocolate and horseradish together will literally dip a cookie in the jar whoa is there any way those flavors could go together um no i i mean i i really like i'm struggling to find a way maybe a very mild horseradish and a very not cream filled cookie maybe (laughs) 
would it be like if it were a creamy horseradish would that make it better as opposed to just like the straight up like english horseradish only no i don't think so no you don't want like prepared horseradish I, and I wasn't trying to suggest that you would you were like substituting cream filling with the horseradish, but rather that texturally there might be some defense of it. <laughs> yeah, nice. I you know I think you're kind of because if you put you know, there are a lot of good places that will put some kind of pepper or spice in chocolate that's quite tasty. Horseradish, yeah. it's like kind of hot, so maybe it's sort of the same thing, but no, it's not. That's, well, so that's the a only thing that I can really even compare it to. And I don't really like this dish all that much, but like a sweet thing. So like a, like a orange chicken or something from a Chinese restaurant. I don't actually like that dish, but if I do eat it, I really like to put the Chinese mustard on it, which is very spicy and horseradishy. Yeah. So I'm trying to go in that direction, but it's difficult. Okay. I mean, I, I, I think we're at a 10 for me with that one, honestly. I, I, I fear that may be the case, but uh, we'll get, we'll get the, we'll get uh, Jay Meyer 88, uh, a seven for aiding and abetting here though. Cause he's, he, yeah. he's been around. He hasn't stopped this. <laughs> he he'd not going to the authorities earlier than this. So clearly you're, you're aiding and abetting. <laughs> Um, okay, you want to pick one here? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, no. I, I want to see which one, because I think you're going to pick the same one that I was going to. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce pronounce this person's name. It's like Jed Delisle, I think. I don't know exactly where the space comes in. And he says, any and all of the recipes on Mountain Dew's website. Yeah, and that's pretty funny. So I'm... <laughs> So I'm now looking at that. Uh, there are two checkboxes at the top of the website. I can go for made with dew or pairs with dew as, as the two options. Oh my god! I'm gosh. going made with dew. You tell me which is which of these sounds the worst to you. Mountain Dew Live Wire Orange Chicken uh-huh. or Mountain Dew Chicken Piccata. <laughs> oh, the latter definitely sounds worse. <laughs> Oh. Mountain chicken piccata caper capers and Mountain Dew. Where oh. have we been without this pairing in our lives? So I there's Mountain Dew in my house right now, which is it's a story. But uh, I kind of really want to go cook something with it now and just just see what happens. Um. So yeah, Eric it's pretty much it, a I'm normal. Sure. All right. So so they don't ha- they don't actually have capers in the, in this recipe. Which to have a decent chicken piccata, you probably need to. I would say. Um. The add the Mountain Dew and simmer, stirring frequently until reduced by half. <laughs> so, so you're making the Mountain Dew even stronger, even more sugary by reducing it. Is there <laughs> at least so another atrocious. broth added to this? Like some extra salt, acid? What's going on? Any other ingredients that I I, I don't know if I do? can. I don't know if we're going to be able to keep my dinner down if I continue reading this recipe <laughs> any further. Two cups of Mountain Dew are in this thing. So it's so it's bigger than a 12-ounce can. Got it. Okay. Okay. I mean, God, should we do an episode where we actually make this? Yeah, I think so. Holy I think so. shit. This is, this is atrocious. <laughs> we can have some listener, uh, you know, ideas for different dishes. And uh, Mountain Dew chicken piccata will be one of them. <sighs> Yeah, uh, a few of the other crimes. The, the melted cheese in bowl. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm in. I want some. <laughs>
I mean, it's basically what it is, is it's fondue without dipping anything into it. You're just eating the fondue out of the bowl, except the fondue is like good cheese and like has some wine and stuff. Um, One more crime on this website here. Sweet beef with Mountain Dew Code Red Sauce. Better. Better than the the last, but... I've actually never had a Code Red, so flavor profile-wise, I'm I I'm in a, I'm gonna have to abstain. I just don't know. I assume it's like Mountain Dew but red, I, red flavoring. That would that seems to be the logical explanation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair uh, enough. Okay. Let's see a few few more here. These a little. Some of these are a little lower level. Ford Fishman tacos with spinach instead of lettuce. And to okay. me, like putting lettuce on a taco is terrible. Why would you ever do that? Uh, I mean, I make a lot of gringo tacos and I put out like some shredded lettuce, you know, just kind of amplifies. Now, if I'm making a traditional, you know, just onion, cilantro, protein, fine. But we we, we do a lot of gringo taco nights. There's lettuce involved. But yeah, the lettuce just doesn't, it takes away from everything. Like you've got this great meat in there and then you're running into the shredded lettuce. All right, we get it. You don't like vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) I do like I'd like tomatoes and onions in other applications. So uh, we asked my uh, I went out to dinner with my mother last night. We asked her about her food felonies. Is, does and, she uh, listen? Does she listen? To the show? No, I mean maybe I don't know. <laughs> Um, but it was amazing because she said, you know, as she gets on in her years, she just finds the amazing nutritional value of every food really important. And me and Eric were like, wait, but but you can't just say that. You have to hate something. There's got to be something that's, you know, horrible. <laughs> and she was just like, no, everything goes into our body and nourishes us. And I was like... <laughs> Well, she but, ha- she hasn't tried sweet beef with Mountain Dew code red sauce yet. That, that'll but I, I appreciate opinion. where she's coming from when I hear you talk about like the addition of a vegetable into anything. <laughs> I like I, I like salad. I like vegetables when they're just it's not when they detract from the dish. So you have this great dish, and then to throw this flavorless shit in there is just detracting from it. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is from our, our good friend Haley Wells. Her favorite thing right now is trapeze or crystal hot sauce on popcorn. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty Ooh, good. I just thought that's of one it. that I do that's weird. Oof. Oh, yeah? What is it? At the movie theater, I always get the Sour Patch Watermelon Kids, or Sour Patch Kids Watermelons, and eat them along with the very buttery popcorn, like together. Like it's literally awesome. in the same bite? Yeah. Yep. Oof. I mean, Why think kettle corn, except for fruity-ish. I, yeah, I, I think sour. I picked it up as a kid, and I've been doing it ever since. I mean, are you just like, are you doing one hand popcorn and the other one the, the Yeah, I'm not patch, taking the like, buttery you're... popcorn hand and putting it in the bag with the Sour Patch Kids. I'm not a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> They're separate. <laughs> I mean, just the idea of you double fisting popcorn in one hand and Sour Patch Kids in the other and just like, okay, I better not put too much popcorn in my mouth on this side because then I won't have room for the Sour Patch Kids coming in for the left. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when I think about it, no, you chew them on the same side of the mouth. It's okay. You don't have to worry. They, they're allowed to get together in there. Oh, I haven't man. had no, the opportunity that's... to do it since uh, pre-pandemic because I haven't been to a movie theater. Damn it. Yeah. 
That's uh, okay. I can't believe that's, I forgot about that one. I mean, that just shows you the things that people will do in the dark in the movie theater where they think that no one can see them. <laughs> well, and it's it's really making <laughs> Haley's uh, crystal hot sauce and popcorn just seem totally normal and mundane. No, I think that, I think that would I be pretty it. good. I think that, yeah. I, I've heard a lot of people do that. I think that would totally be pretty good. Um, okay. Do you have the document in front of you or is that why you're not picking one? No, I, I have it. Okay. I, I want you to pick one. I don't want to be oh, okay. totally in control of this. Um, well, see, the reason I didn't want to pick is because I seem to have just such an issue with ketchup. <laughs> Because the one well, that we'll I wanted, see, yeah. well, the one I wanted to bring up was from Tank Fernie Simons, perhaps at Paint PDX. Um, okay. Cheerios and ketchup, like dipping Cheerios into the ketchup, which is like wrong on a few different levels for me. But the major one is actually like me trying to uh, envision dipping a little tiny Cheerio into ketchup without just like having ketchup all over your hands and, <laughs> and like you know shoving it in your mouth and like. Getting ketchup all over your face. Yeah, how can you do that? Because you just, you can't like spear it with a fork and dip it in that well, way. You'll So this is what Cheerio. I thought of. I thought of your uh, plowing the field with pool sticks analogy and decided you could take a chopstick, put a bunch oh. of Cheerios on it, lower the chopstick into the ketchup, and then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> corn on the cobbit. Oh, God, that is that is truly atrocious. Yeah, uh, Tank Freddy Simons, that's a, a, an NBA reference that you're not going to get. Um, Fair. Yeah, I mean, some of these some of these are truly atrocious. Like the Cheerios and ketchup, that's like, that's over a 10. That is so bad. Yeah. Um, particularly the, like, getting it all over your hands aspect as well. And then also when you consider it's not, you know, you're there's no way to avoid getting, like, too much ketchup. I mean, any ketchup would be too much, but like when you consider it, it's like, how are you not covering more than half of the Cheerio with ketchup? It's like, you're basically, yeah. it's just so much ketchup. Oh, that is really bad. Uh, cottage <laughs> cheese and ketchup as well. That is truly atrocious. Yeah. I've tried nearly everything to make cottage cheese be decent as I, you know, try to do one of these low carb diets to overcome my gluttonous phases. And, you know, I've thrown olive oil on there, pepper, you know, the, this makes your potato chips thing as child's play. I mean, ketchup on cottage cheese. That well, and that's awful. the other thing. This is reminding me now of, like, the peanut butter and jelly in a bowl. Because it's, like, cottage cheese and ketchup. And then, like, what what is uh, going in this? Are you eating it with a spoon? you now dipping your carrots in it? There's got to be something else here. Uh, okay, what else we got here? I mean, honestly, I think that we've we've pretty much covered everyone's really, really bad ones. Oh no, I've I've got I've got a couple here. Okay. All right. So this is a taco hole on Twitter. Family food felony. Weenie stew. Hot dogs. Potatoes. Rice. Tomato sauce cooked in a stock pot and served with a side of disappointment. And my question is, if you're disappointed, what the fuck were you expecting? <laughs> you combine all those ingredients together. Um, oh, man. I don't know. I just, I, I don't, this is not that far up there for me. Because I think, you know, a lot of my friends when I was a kid really liked like hot dogs in uh, SpaghettiOs or with tomato soup. And oh, man. I, I don't know. This is just trying to make a more homemade version of that. It's not that bad. Yeah, the the hot dogs chopped up in anything, I think, is that's pretty sad. That's that yeah, shouldn't be done. Yeah, it, it reminds me of the hot dogs and mac and cheese, but I just think that that's like a nostalgic thing. I don't think it's really uh, that far up the scale as far as uh, illegal. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, the rice and the tomato sauce, too. I mean, that's another, that is really uh, bad. I mean, stuffed cabbage. You're stuffing your cabbage with the, uh, you know, ground pork and the rice and the tomato sauce. They go together. I don't think so. <laughs> you're just like, what is that even? I don't even. Stu- <laughs> if, if your defense of something is stuffed cabbage, I don't think you you have you have much of a defense. Right. And um, my buddy Ali Jafari says, honey on fried chicken. I think that's totally defensible. That's the same as yeah. like chicken and waffles, basically with syrup. That's that's like you know, I mean, the syrup is better. The honey is a little bit yeah. too viscous, but no, I think that's that's totally fine. That's like a one. And like we have a uh, honey butter fried chicken in Chicago, and yeah. I suppose technically the honey butter is supposed to go on the biscuit and not the fried chicken, but they're going together. I mean, whatever. I think that's great. And uh, yeah, that- in in Ohio, they like to put honey on pizza, like Calabrian honey, usually a little bit of spicy honey on their pizza. It's pretty great. All right. We can close here with Tom Fermi. I put him at the top of the document for a reason. Which which of these abominations should we start with? This this guy's got a rap sheet a mile long. Oh yeah. Um I think that this one's a lie. His his first one, because when I did read this, I just I 100% thought he put in a typo or mixed two together or something, but strawberry milk and scrambled eggs. What? That's I mean, this this guy just has, like, how does this, I, I was going to say, well, well, go ahead, say, say the rest of them first, and then I'll, I'll come. So, yeah, we, we've also got uh, dipping Fritos in Nutella, which um, I will defend for sure. I think the Fritos Nutella, I'm in. P- putting Nutella in potato soup, now you've lost me. Milk duds in pancakes, I, again, okay, fine. Uh, a bore, yeah, that, bore, that's bore. like, that's probably the most, I mean, that's like kind of close to a chocolate chip pancake, right? That's, yeah. I mean, well, it's I mean, a low bar here. Even the, the Fritos with Nutella, it's like salty with the sweets. Great. Uh, full bowl or a bowl of Oreos, Oreo O's, excuse me, swimming in chocolate syrup. I don't know. I think this guy just has like a pretty hardcore sweet tooth is what's going on. I mean, Uh, everything is an issue with. I I was going to say that he has a sweet tooth, but he clearly has no teeth remaining if this is how he (laughs) eats his food. Aw, I'm sorry, Tom Fermi. Barbecue sauce on an Oreo peanut butter and jelly. Wait. No, barbecue sauce on an Oreo. That's. Okay, on an Oreo. Well, well, here's the best part of it, Around the hot dog in the bun. It's just they're oh, so yeah, weird that, that I thought that they were like mistakes. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, he's got like these small dashes in there to separate them, but I mean, it's all so random the things he's putting together. You have no idea where one thing ends and the next yeah. thing begins. Okay, so uh, Tom, you certainly. Uh, I feel bad that you'll be spending the rest of your life behind bars. I look forward to seeing what you might be able to do with prison food, though. And uh, <laughs> in, in the meantime, though, let's close out here. Which of these is like the worst of all the things that were listed? We have to, I mean, because these are all tens. <laughs> okay. But what's yeah. what's the one thing that's going to be like splashed across the headlines as Fox News is covering this guy's trial? I mean, it's got to be the first for me. The, the strawberry, strawberry milk, milk and, and the scrambled eggs. eggs. Yeah. Oh my I god. I mean. I don't know what the I don't know what this is going to do to the flavor profile of the scrambled eggs, but I'm thinking some sort of just like weird dense souffle situation happening. You know, like I don't it wanted to be a pancake, it wanted to be like a flan, I don't know. It's it's definitely not something that I, I've ever seen before. And I think it's the worst. Yeah. I mean, what is he doing it up Gordon Ramsay style really just like, yeah, you know, throw some chives on there, maybe a little uni at the end, really finish oh, off the dish. Man. Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> please no. 
Uh, I think the peanut butter and jelly are on the hot dog. I mean, that's that's the worst thing I've ever heard, potentially. It's pretty bad, but, uh, I mean, at least you, you have a choice there, too. Somebody hands you a peanut butter and jelly hot dog, you can be like, okay, now I have a pretty much a hot dog again. <laughs> well, actually, I think the strawberry milk in the scrambled eggs is the worst because you might not know until you actually bite into it that there's something. Yeah, like maple syrup sausage. Oh, yes. <laughs> God, get, yeah, like somebody serves me breakfast and it's scrambled eggs made with strawberry milk and maple syrup sausage and then like, I don't know, tofu bacon or something. Oof. I just don't think tofu makes a good bacon texture. All right. <laughs> well, this is, yeah. this is very enlightening. I, I remember those halcyon days when we were like, ooh, ketchup on breakfast sausage. That's really weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm feeling pretty normie right now. Well, so let me ask you this. Of all the things we talked about today that you haven't tried, which one actually like sounds the best to you? Like if you were forced with a gun to your head to try one of these, or there's one that is actually legitimately good sounding to you, which would it be? Besides melted cheese and bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I would do Fritos and Nutella, I think. Uh, So it's weird that one of the most egregious ones comes from somebody who also submitted something I want to try. Um... I would try the pickles on the on the nachos for sure. Okay. Um, I don't. I mean, that might be it. Those are the those are the ones that caught my eye, ear, stomach. Um. Well, I mean, I think to me, uh, Haley's hot sauce on the oh yeah popcorn. I've actually I've actually done that before. That's that's pretty normal. Maybe that shouldn't even be in consideration. Um, I mean, clearly the one I'm most interested in trying is the Mountain Dew chicken piccata. <laughs> Yeah, but, but that's yeah. that's more that's more of a curiosity than like if you're like okay you have to eat this regularly like what would actually be good um oh man this is tough mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm scrolling through here just desperately looking for a way out. i mean the honey on fried chicken that's a cop out like um <laughs> i think maybe the cheerios and ketchup just because it would be like like you're not really expected to eat that much of it it's like you could just yeah. daintily dip a couple in there like each bite would be small enough that you could almost like take it like a shot and just swallow it before you even realized what was happening <laughs> Same. I, again, go, i'll go with that that's awesome and, the apparatus plus, would be very important to me yeah yeah i could show off my gringo chopstick seals as well <laughs> yeah yeah okay i guess right. I, I guess it's that um oof all right uh, uh, no more here we gotta hit on it i think that's probably a good a good send-off i i apologize yeah. to all of you all of you criminals who uh, escaped arrest this time around maybe we'll get to you another time to be sure maybe we can make this a regular feature uh, on the show at yeah. some point but and then um, put the the photo of you holding a gun to my head in the old-timey western (laughs) 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 well i i have to tell you i I actually had an ulterior motive for this. Just thinking about all of these food felonies has been really useful to me because I'm doing this, sorry, low-carb diet, and so now I just won't be as hungry. So. <laughs> Aw, good. Well, I'm glad we could all help out with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you, you want me to, uh, you know, stay, have, keep my heart uh, still working for years to come here of uh, a podcast. I think that you're doing, you're doing fine. I'm, I'm not worried about you yet. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess uh, this is where you tell people to follow us on stuff, right? Uh, uh, no, you can do it. Uh-uh. <laughs> since, since you started, it started off so well. Uh, I'm at Orange Live on Instagram and, uh, or no, see, I can't even do it right. I'm at Orange Live on 
Twitter, and it looks best in orange on Instagram. Yeah, and so. uh, make sure you tell your friends uh, about this show. Uh, if you have some more food felonies, send them to us. We'll, uh, of course, get to a few more of them at, at some point here. And check out the YouTube channel as well. Link is in the description of this podcast. And we'll talk to y'all, I don't know, a couple <laughs> weeks or so, maybe something like that. I can't believe all all the people who are like, oh, yeah, they're going to Austin. Maybe they'll talk about like all the great food they ate in Austin <laughs> this time. Oh, uh, I, I'm afraid that did not happen. All right. Yeah, maybe uh, sometimes. Bye, everyone. I hope you all have a great food week, and we'll talk to you soon.